listening to Filling the Storehouse podcast. I'm David. And I'm Stuart. And we want to walk with you on the journey to living the abundant life through faith, family, and freedom. Our goal is to refine our why while helping you find yours. Together, achieve our best and highest purpose. In the end, we'll drive each other to intentionally fill our storehouse. What's up, everybody? This is Stu. And as an active duty military service member, my daily duties don't just happen between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Many times my work flows into nights, weekends, and early mornings, which often make it difficult to be a real estate investor on the side. On top of that, I have a family that I love spending time with. My six-year-old daughter and my three-year-old son are so much fun. And as all of you parents know, it takes a lot of time to actively be engaged in our children's lives, which is a good thing. This is not only a problem for those in the military, it's a challenge for anyone who has a full-time job and a family. Having a side hustle is difficult, especially if it requires an active role, i.e. trading time for money. Therefore, many try to build streams of passive income in order to create more time for themselves and their families. Heck, I've been searching and trying to create passive income streams for almost 13 years now, and I've tried about every type of real estate investing uh, out there. So what I did was I created a free report called the 10 levels of passivity, and it dives deeper into each type of real estate investing strategy, and it uh, identifies a level of passivity to it. Um, it's uh, free, and uh, if you're interested in getting it, you can just send us an email. The email is podcast at storehouse310turnkey.com. Again, that's podcast at storehouse310turnkey.com. Uh, we'll send you that report. And then if you're interested in talking more about some of these different strategies, um, I would love to have a conversation with you. So send us an email and we'll get that over to you and uh, fill your storehouse. See ya. We're going to crush it. Hit record. But it's recording. Our, my question to you is, are Stop you ready? Playing. <laughs> Stop playing. I'm ready. I was born ready. We've been waiting for you for a long time. Doug and I have been sitting here waiting for you for quite some time now. And he looks ready. Stuart, it's it's how I feel being your business partner. I feel like I'm always waiting for something to happen. Like I'm always like on edge, like, oh my gosh, Stu's going to do something awesome today. And then I go to bed disappointed. And then I wake up the next morning, like today's going to be the day. It's going to be amazing. Stu's going to crush it today. I'm going to be so excited. And then I'm disappointed, perpetually disappointed. That's my life. You know, I'm not disappointed in. I'm not disappointed in Doug Spence. I'm not, dis- no. I'm not disappointed in Doug. Well, He's hard on you, what's that? He's hard on you. I know, man. He's tough. That's what's a, that's what a good accountability partner is all about, though. I guess. Don't don't buy it. Don't buy it. This dude for like like for 20 years this guy's been calling me fat like all the time at the academy <laughs> like making fun of me like this guy's been, like don't even don't even buy into this like do is that uh, true somewhat true <laughs> somewhat true very true <laughs> doug would i ever lie to you would i ever lie to you i don't think so no no, no. i wouldn't well hey this let, oh, man we got off to a really different start here uh this is filling the storehouse podcast <laughs> and we have we have our good friend doug spence with us tonight um, and, uh, I don't know. I'm pumped about it. Uh, David, are you pumped about it? Yeah, man. I'm super excited because, um, Doug is a person that, um, you know, there's a lot of amazing things about Doug, but Doug's someone that comes up in our conversations quite a bit. Um, you know, from a, 
not only like just the ideal partner, uh, you know, military guy who's very entrepreneurial, crushing it, loves real estate, um, but has trusted us, invested in us, bought properties from us, but has also referred a number of people and, um, and just a good dude, man. Like I, I, and I'm super excited about Doug, not because of everything that he's contributed to us, which is significant, but like, I get excited about seeing all the stuff that you're doing and just the way you crush it. Like the way you're looking at these new markets, the different deals you're getting into all action oriented stuff. I mean, you're, you're just a dude that takes action. And, and, and I love that. Um, so I'm really excited to hear more about your story. I'm excited for our listeners to hear about your story. And, uh, and Doug writes, he writes handwritten thank yous, which is like <laughs> the, one of the most amazing things. Like we get these thank you letters from Doug and it's just, uh, it's just, it's just a, in indicative of his character and just the kind of person that he is. So I'm super excited about tonight. And David, you wrote down in my to-do storehouse thank you note for the hat. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We've, uh, we've hyped you up pretty big here, Doug. So uh, no pressure. Oh, um, I, I appreciate that intro, David. And, and thanks guys for, for having me on. I've been looking forward to being on the podcast for a while. And I think it's just something I've, I've, Known that I needed to do, but it's one of those things that's like outside of my comfort zone. So I've been like reluctant to kind of, you know, pimp you guys about it. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing it. And, and uh, I appreciate all the words you guys said. So, so thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Well, let's let's kind of start with uh, just a little bit of, ba- of your background. I mean, um, you were an early member within our War Room Mastermind, but you were also uh, somewhat of an early, early investor with Storehouse 310. So um, if you could just kind of give it, our listeners just a little bit of background of, of who you are, where you came from and, and kind of, and what you do. Yeah. Um, I, I remember the days when uh, there was like a two month waiting list for storehouse properties. I, I, I miss those days, <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm originally from Houston, Texas. I uh, went to Baylor for undergrad and then did OCS um, commission back in 2009, went to flight school moved to Lemoore for a year, then went to Japan for three years, then moved to Pensacola in 2015. And that's where I got started in real estate. Um, I bought a first property there. It was my primary residence there in Pensacola. And that's also where I started listening to bigger pockets and, and learning more about real estate and kind of uh, shaping the vision for, you know, where I am today and then where I, where I want to go in the future. And, um, and it was really listening to, I think it was a Bear Pockets Money podcast that you were on, Stu, I believe. That okay. was the first time I had heard of, uh, heard about you guys. And then I think I reached out to you on Bigger Pockets. Yeah. And so that's how we got started talking. And that's really, you know, talking to you, Stu, and, and David as well, that's really what got me into real estate. It made me realize that this is something that is possible. I thought it was just, you know, only super rich people could do and I'm like wow these are like normal dudes that are just kind of like six seven years ahead of me in like the navy time frame and um and, and they're crushing it in real estate and I was like man if, if they can do it then then I can do it and so you guys have inspired me you know significantly so um I appreciate that but that's kind of my big picture background um, yeah no that's yeah. awesome man and um I- you you uh, bring up just a, a super like important point that I think people need to rewind and hear again, because business and real estate and um, entrepreneurism, all these things 
are are easily within the reach of someone uh, if you just just take a little action like and just reach out to someone who may be just a couple years ahead of you and offer value to them and and then receive value back and in turn um, you can do massive things and you're 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 proof right um, and, and we'll, we'll dig into like where you are now versus where you, when you started. And it's been a pretty short time period. Um, but, but I think, you know, you know, listen to that and rewind it a little bit. Just, I mean, you just started with one primary residence in Pensacola. When was that? 2000? I closed on that property in October of 2016 on a okay. conventional loan and then lived in it until September of 2018 when I moved to San Diego and I've been renting it ever since. I did Airbnb on it as well that last summer, uh, but I've been doing long-term rental on it uh, ever since. It's been a fantastic property. And did you, did you buy that with, with like the, the mindset and, and the idea and the numbers and, and all that going into it? Like that now that you know now, stuff that you know so I, I had started listening to bigger pockets and I kind of knew that the value in investment in real estate, I was starting to, to learn that. Um, but the extent of my analysis was really, I mean, I was renting a, a similar house in a similar neighborhood for 1500 a month. And I, I realized, wow, I could, I could purchase a home in the same neighborhood that's larger and more updated. And my mortgage would only be $1,100 a month. So I was like, okay, I'm saving 400 there. And then I figured, well, when I move, I could probably rent it for maybe around 1500 a month. And then boom, that was like my rental analysis. And I, I got lucky because it rents for more than 1500. But um, yeah, I, I've learned a lot since then, but I, I really think I just got lucky with that property. And then um, fast forward maybe a year and a half. And I, I read David Green's book, Long Business Real Estate Investing. And that book was a huge catalyst for me and a light bulb moment for you don't have to invest where you live. And I think that's a mental block that a lot of people struggle with. Uh, so reading that book, and then it was around the same time I listened to the podcast where you guys were talking about turnkey investing, reached out to Stu, and then kind of snowballed from there. So, Yeah, and I think there's another huge point too that you... I think people are, for whatever reasons, whatever hangups, whether they're personal or their perception, but they, they are hesitant to reach out to people that they perceive to be, you know, quote unquote, ahead of them or whatever, crushing it, whatever. Right. And I, and I, and I, I'm curious, like what prompted you to take action to reach out to, to Stu? Like what caused that, that, like what drove you to, to actually take action and, and, and reach out? Cause it, it's such a huge point. Like it can change a conversation with somebody can change your life, but people just, are unwilling to have those conversations. Yeah, I, I and I know exactly what it was. It was Stu was talking about his background in naval aviation, and I have a background in naval aviation, naval aviation as well. And so there was already that familiarity of like, oh, I this person has a similar background to me. We're both in the Navy. We're both involved in aviation, and uh, so there was immediately that um, without even talking to him, I was like, I can probably trust this guy, you know, because we've kind of been through a similar background, and then. Um, I remember the first conversation I had with Stu, and I don't remember if, if David was on the conversation as well at the time. I know we had conversations like the three of us, but uh, I just remember thinking like, wow, these guys, I know I can trust these guys, like from that first conversation. So um, it was really that similar background, that military background that kind of accelerated the trust, I think, um, 
and and that's that combined with you know getting some references and you know the the normal stuff that you read about i think that's that's how i knew i could uh, trust you guys and, and move forward with uh buying buying that first property with you guys in and just just say re- super random question but how much introspection had introspection had you done up to that point like how much how much time had you spent you know, thinking about like your why and, and, and I'm curious if that contributed to uh, that speed of trust as well. Like you knew what you wanted, you, you had an idea. Cause I think there's a, there's another, uh, I feel at least since we started talking that you're an individual that like you, you had a strong why you knew what you wanted to do and, and, and that drove you to take action. Um, but I'm curious if you had, had already established that. Cause the, you know, and, and what I'm really trying to get at is I want to give people actionable steps to be like Doug, right? To, to have the confidence to reach out, to have the, the, the desire to do deals, to buy houses, to do different things. And, and, and I think that it's not natural. It doesn't necessarily naturally come to people, but, but like you just, I mean, you, you just, your trajectory was like, bam. Right. And I'm just kind of curious how to, how to bottle that up and, and replicate that. So my why wasn't nearly as strong then as it is now, but I knew enough to know that I didn't want to work a W-2 job until I was 65. And I saw real estate as a way to supplement that and provide uh, financial freedom to maximize time with, you know, friends and family and, and spending time with my wife, Caitlin, and, and just, you know, not giving my time to some faceless corporation until I'm 65, you know, and I, I was like, wow, this, this could be a good way to get out of that. And then, you know, reading David Green's book, he's, he's a, he's someone who I definitely look up to in addition to you guys as someone who, whose path I'm trying to, you know, emulate, but um, the foundation of my why started then, but it was really just like, Oh, I could buy one or two properties. And then that, that could supplement my income. And then that's kind of accelerated into, you know, uh, my why now, which is part of my why, which is I want to replace both my income and my wife's W-2 income by the time we're done with the Navy uh, so that, you know, we don't necessarily, you know, we both still will work, but we don't necessarily have to work. And it just gives us more freedom uh, to live where we want to live and do what we want to do and not be, um, subject to what some corporation wants us to do. So you, uh, had the property in Pensacola and then you reached out to us. We got you, uh, on, on the turnkey list, which was like a month wait at that time and, uh, and got your first deal done. Um, and we got you back on the list for, for another deal, which was like a three month wait at that time. Um, yeah. and, uh, and so you got a couple turnkey properties from us and then we got you uh into the war room mastermind group and and then i i feel like having you in you know and, and i want you to kind of talk about your experience so far with with just a mastermind and, and accountability and um you know have having that group of people besides just david and i but like just like like goody said like we've seen your your trajectory just like from buying a couple turnkeys now building your own team. And I want you to talk about it, like building your own team and, and doing all this other stuff um, besides just buying a couple of turnkeys. Right. So the, joining the mastermind in, was it April of last year, April of 2020, 
was I think the single best decision I made from a you know business real estate uh, perspective. Um, and I know you had mentioned it last fall, and I was like, yeah, that is definitely something that I want to you know be involved with. Um, and immediately got in the Gold Squad. Shout out to all my Gold Squad bros. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a great great squad. Um, and we do our weekly meetings, we hold each other accountable, we share our goals, we challenge each other, uh, you know, we share books that we're reading. One of the guys is doing, um, you know, like a, a master's level class, and he shares information from that. It's just like, it's, it's a great, it's a great squad. And yeah, I have an article about, you know, should you join a mastermind group? And, and what is the value in that? And I think that is the single best thing, especially for someone in the military, where some of these mastermind groups are like thousands of dollars a month. Like it's, it, it's, it's crazy. And some of them, you know, yeah, the, you, you get value out of it, but I mean, especially the, the war room, it's very reasonably priced. There's great people in it, people that are doing, you know, there's people from just trying to get their first deal going all the way to active duty people who have uh, taken down apartment complexes themselves that like own apartment complexes themselves and uh, RV parks, um, storage units like pretty much anything you can think of someone's done it so you, you guys were talking earlier about you know finding someone that is you know a few years ahead of you there's so many people no matter your skill level there's people ahead of you in in the war room and so for anyone that's like a military member or a veteran I, I, and, and you're interested in real estate I think that's the single best thing that, that you can do uh, and it's it's helped me tremendously to accelerate um where I'm at now and accelerate the, the business and, and that side of things. So, yeah, it's been good. That's, that's awesome, man. That fires me up to, uh, you know, cause there's so many, there's so many guys and gals in this group that, uh, that are just, um, you know, we don't even know the deals, you know, Stu and I were talking about it earlier and we're like, man, they're literally in this group. There are millions and millions of dollars of deals being done. And, and, you know, the millions of dollars is simply a, it's just a, a measuring stick, right? It's the, the, the only consequence to that is the fact that there are just tons of real estate deals and partnerships that are being formed. And it's all because, you know, people decided to join this group and got with some like-minded folks and are, and are crushing it, man. And the power of accountability, the power of, of just sharing and fellowship is, is, uh, is incredible. So you guys take action on that is man, <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm looking at the, the quote unquote newer people in the group. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I need to catch up with them because <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome, dude. And I love that. I just love, love to see that. So, um, you know, you're, you're a huge contributor on the other side of that as well. You're mentoring folks, you're bringing them up, you're challenging them. And that's, that's, uh, you know, that's, it's pretty incredible to see that just come full circle. Um, so, so I'm just curious, like, what are you, you know, what, what's, what's the goal now? Like, what are you, what are you looking forward to with, uh, what's, what are you trying to achieve? I know you're trying to achieve the passive income to replace your and your wife's income, but what does that look like? Yeah. So the, my why is really, uh, it's two prongs. So there's the personal side of it where we, you know, want to acquire real estate and, you know, for ourselves so we can be financially free, but then there's also uh, a strong desire to help other military members, their family members and veterans uh, learn more about personal finance, real estate and investing and, that's a big reason why I started Honor and Equity was to help educate member, members that are, uh, or military members that are interested in learning more about that. Because as you guys know, I mean, people in general make pretty bad financial decisions and military members are no exception. You know, you get the, the Mustangs with the 18% interest rate and 
I, I think it, a lot of it is just people just don't know. They don't know that, you know, the long-term impacts of these bad financial decisions. And so if you can just, you know, get the word out and maybe, maybe someone that's fresh out of the academy or, or something like that, that is like, oh, wow, this real estate thing is cool. If you can get, you know, if that person can start getting educated on this stuff at 22, 23, like they're going to be set, you know, like, and, and that's just, I get really excited about that. I get really excited, just like you guys do talking to, you know, military folks in general that are interested in real estate, but especially those folks that are younger, where it's like, you have so much time, compound interest is on your side and, and there's really a lot of potential to, to help them grow. So that's, that's another, another reason why I started Honor Equity was to just, you know, help those people out. And I get a lot of energy and excitement from just having conversations with, with people about real estate. And uh, just, I just really, really enjoy it. So what's so, so I'll give you a little, little time to plug, to plug on an equity. Like what, what is it and kind of what's, what's it all about? Yeah. So um, background, I, I started Honor and Equity back in, gosh, I want to say June or July. So really just a couple months after starting, um, after joining the master, the mastermind group. And one reason I, I started is because uh, Stu had a Facebook post in the war room that was like, I challenge everyone to, you know, start a thought leadership platform. And I was like, I'd been thinking about it. I was like, I should make a blog and just like kind of write about personal finance stuff. And when I saw that, I was like, damn. I guess I got to do it now. You know, <laughs> you know they're, yes. they're challenging us. So like it worked. So like, honestly, it was that post. And I was like, hmm, like, how could this work? I could just like, I could start it pretty simple, you know, just get a WordPress blog and a little email address and write some articles that like my mom and my you know family members will read. And like, if anyone else reads and it gets value from it, then it's worth it, you know? So, uh, and then that kind of, um, I was writing about an article every week or two and it was going well and people to my surprise, people other than my mom were, were also reading it. They were them. also reading it? Yeah. Nice. And I had a good chat with uh, Michael Barnhart in War Room. And he was telling me, he ended up pivoting into some multifamily stuff. But he at the time, he was looking into Burrs in Iowa. And he was living, I think he still does, but living in Europe, yeah. in England at the time. And I'm like, this guy is doing Burrs, putting a team together. And he lives in England. Like, why am I not doing that? Like, because <laughs> the you know the, the turkey thing is great, but if I'm I can only buy one to two a year, like that's not I'm not going to hit my goal if I just doing one or two a year. You know, I got to step it up. And so he really inspired me to, you know, that just goes back to being in a mastermind group and and seeing what people are doing and seeing like what's really what's really attainable and being challenged. And so that inspired me to. Uh, really form the honor and equity LLC and then just start building a team, identifying market, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so that's how, that's how that got started. That's awesome, man. I love that. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny how these things grow too. And I think you're, you know, someone like you who not only is putting out content that on things that you're learning and strategies that others can embrace, but, but you've also got that, um, the factor that people are going to trust, you know, you're honest, you're open, you're transparent, you're not a know-it-all, right? You don't, you don't present yourself as, Hey, I'm a guru and you're, you're being very real. And I, I think that platform is going to blow up, man. I, I love it. You know, being our show notes as well for anybody already to check has. It out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And you know, it's funny cause we, I mean, I don't even know if my parents listen to the podcast, but, uh, but <laughs> you, you know, we, uh, we joke, we're like, man, I don't, you know, we'll see where this thing goes. But I think, I think when you don't have an agenda, and you're, you're just 
you want to give and put content out there just that, that could potentially help others and build them up. Um, man, I, I, I just, I think that's going to be an incredible thing and it's going to continue to grow and, and, and it's going to turn into, you know, the things that we're excited about, you know, looking forward and, and this may not be your vision, but we're like, Hey, you know, student, I always like, Hey, how are we going to partner with Doug and we need to look at some bigger deals and get it, you know, um, fund some of his deals or find some partnership or some way that'll honor him and, and enable us just to, to, cause you want to do business with people you like, right? Like I imagine okay. that in the, in the mastermind group, you, you probably enjoy those conversations and you're, you're vetting them on a daily basis. You're vetting those partnerships to see if they're people you want to be tied to uh, long-term. So I think there's a, I think it's just a, an awesome thing. So what, what, um, you know, and if you don't mind, just kind of talk to us about some of this team that you've built, these, these things that you're doing, where you're doing them and, and just give us some insight into the practical, the uh, practical side of what you're doing. Yeah. Kind of build on, on what Doug, you just, Doug, yeah, I want to, I want to add to that. Like, you know, I want this to kind of be a, a really action-based uh, podcast where like people can take it, take this and do the same steps of wherever they want to, go right so if you could kind of just when you answer that question like fill us in with like the action steps that, that go along with it yeah absolutely so um like like david said it's you know i think there's a, a gem of wisdom in what david said uh and that real estate is it's not at least what i've learned in you know the two years that i've been doing it it's it's not really about the numbers it's about the people and i think I learned that very early on with storehouse because, you know, looking at the performance, I'm like, yeah, sounds good. I don't know what a lot of these numbers mean, but you know, uh, I think I can trust you and David. And then it worked out, you know, cause I, I, I spent more time vetting you guys than I did, you know, the numbers. And it's the same with like the team building a team. Like, you, you know, it's the numbers are important, but it's not the most important part. It's, it's the people on your team. So, um, when I identified, I identified the market in Oklahoma City just because it checked a lot of boxes um, for uh, my personal investing strategy. And then when I was putting the team together, um, I really heavily relied on Bigger Pockets Forum, um, which I, you know is also where the first place I, I reached out to you, Sue. So there's just so many people on there that are eager to help other people. Um, a lot of people have keyword. Uh, setups where if you say OKC or Houston or wherever, like it'll pop up. So I just started asking on there, you know, what looking for real estate agents and property managers in Oklahoma city. And I got a lot of responses and a few companies kept popping up as like, you know, Oh, there's that one company again. And so I just wrote down, I think I ended up calling maybe five or six different companies. And I just had conversations with, with the owners or the managers, whoever would, would talk to me. Usually it was the owners of the company. And I just talked to them. I, I used the bigger pockets, uh, one of David Green's books, the Burr book, where he talks about uh, questions to ask. He goes through a lot of these steps in that book. That's a fantastic book for anyone that, that wants to, to, to do this is the Burr book by David Green. But he, he goes through a lot of the um, a lot of good questions to ask, like how do you screen your tenants? Uh, how, many, how many properties do you manage? How do you handle... Um, how do you handle maintenance requests? Um, why are you doing property management? You know, if they're like, oh, to make money, it's like, all right, well, that's, you're out, you know? Yeah. So, um, and, and it, it, 
and it's, you know, having a good conversation with them and then making sure you get references and making sure you follow up on those references. So I asked every property management company I interviewed, uh, I asked for three references of uh, out of state investors, because that's me. So I, I didn't want it to be someone that, you know, lived there that, you know, I didn't want it to be like their mom or their like brother, you know, I wanted it to be someone that's in a similar situation to me. So out of state investors. So and then I followed up with all those references, talked to them, hey, positive experience, bad experience, you know, overall, what do you think? And they're not going to send me the contact info for someone that's going to like talk trash about them, right? But, right. you know, you still want to reach out to them because you never know. You never know what they're going to say. So uh, I'd say Bigger Pockets is a huge uh, resource. And I got lucky because once I uh, had that conversation with the uh, owner of the property management company that I ended up um, moving forward with in Oklahoma city. Uh, his name is Eli Davis and he and his wife own a company called uh, the property center there in Oklahoma city. And he was like, yeah, my wife is a real estate agent. Like she can help you find deals. He's like, and I have this wholesaler guy, like he can help you find wholesale deals. I'm like, awesome. And then he's like, oh yeah. And cause I asked about, you know, uh, if, if he has contacts for, um, you know, lenders or uh, maintenance guys, like dudes to do repairs on, on, you know, if I'm doing burrs or flips and he's like, oh yeah, I have a huge network of contractors you can use. And I was like, man, this sounds great. This is like one place where I can do all of this, all of this stuff. And that's goes back to what David Green says, rock stars, no rock stars. So you just have to, you know, use whatever means make sense. I think bigger pockets forum is a fantastic place. Find that rock star in that market and they'll introduce you to other rock stars. And then, do your due diligence, you know, interview and get, get references and don't be afraid to fire people either. Um, you know, hire slowly, fire quickly. Something I've learned, I've fired people since I've started. I've fired a property management company, just like you guys have, uh, you know, and uh, I haven't have in, in Oklahoma city, everything's been going well in Oklahoma city so far, but um, you know, don't, don't put up with someone that's not meeting your expectations either. You know, it's, it's just business. It's not personal. So um, hopefully, does that answer your question, David? Yeah, no, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's awesome. You know, that, that kind of putting the team together. And, and so uh, what's your, what's your focus with that team? Is it, um, you know, single family burrs? Are you looking at, uh, you know, multifamily stuff? What, what are you, what are you getting into? Right. So the criteria right now are um, looking at the Northwest side of town and the South side of town and looking at one to four unit, uh, properties see your better neighborhood with some value add uh, and I'm pretty flexible on the value add you know if it I don't want something that is totally turnkey meaning it's like ready to go you could buy it off the MLS and it doesn't need any work because then there's no um, there's no value to add to it there's no equity that you can create um, by adding you know by making improvements and repairing things so I want at least cosmetic repairs and I'm not quite at the level where I want to do a full gut rehab. Um, I'm not, once I get a few deals under my belt there, then I'll probably be more comfortable once I get the, you know, the team fully vetted and make sure everything's running well. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the current criteria I'm looking for. I'm also considering uh, Tulsa as a market as well. I know some folks that are investing there and I think that could be, um, you know, Tulsa is what, OKC was five to 10 years ago. So I think there's definitely some value uh, there as well. And, but I still need to do some more research with Tulsa, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. 
It's awesome. What I want to what I want to kind of hit on and, and take a step back a little bit is um, this this is all kind of happened within a pretty short period of time. I mean, I've been yeah. real estate <laughs> investing and and like losing lots of money and making lots of mistakes for like 17 years. And and you've been doing this for like three years, four years, right? And it it's amazing to me that that again, just the trajectory that you're on, but it's not it's not just like you've you've been educating yourself a lot, right? And yeah and and you know learning and connecting and networking and um Talk to me, talk to us about that a little bit uh, of like what that looks like as far as just kind of your self-education, but then taking that self-education and, and actually putting it into action because that's where a lot of people like stop. Like they, they, they educate, they educate, they educate, but then they never actually do it. Yeah. So I've always been a voracious reader, I guess is a good word. Uh, so I, I enjoy consuming information via books. I also enjoy uh, listening to podcasts. So those are the two biggest ways that I, uh, that I consume information. So bigger pockets, storehouse, uh, BP rookie, those are, uh, some of the ones I listen to the most. Um, so, you know, educating yourself, but then, you know, knowledge isn't power. I think applied knowledge is power. So it's, you know, you, you have to be able to take action, you know, and I think it's not just taking action. It's, it's consistent daily action. Um, so having a strong why, which we already talked about, that's a key component. And then being able to take consistent daily action to achieve your goals. So um, one thing that I've done since joining the mastermind, I can't remember what inspired me to do it, but um, I started doing daily journaling, starting with the attention journal um, that Brandon Turner put out. And then I went to a different kind of journal just because that one's like really expensive. But um, I use the the Panda Planner now, and it's very reasonably priced. But I write like every single day, every morning, I write in it, and I write down, uh, you know, what my focus is, uh, big picture, and then I write down what I need to do that day. Uh, and I don't. It's not just business. You know, you know, I'll write in like, you know, do do something fitness related. Make sure you're reading every day. Make sure you're drinking water, that kind of stuff. And then there's like quarterly stuff where you can plan out your quarter. You can write down your your business, it's the, this version of the planner is the, like the business version. So you can write down like, you know, your company vision, core values, who do you serve, um, you know, why you will succeed. And you just write all that stuff down. You can plan out your quarter, you plan out your month, and then um, you break it all down into like, what, what do you need to do today? And I think that's one of the biggest things is it, it helps me stay focused on what I need to do because I'm reviewing it regularly. And you don't need to do massive action every single day you just need to do a little bit uh, every day it's that consistent daily action and then having a strong why i think those are the two biggest components yeah it's uh there, there's a there's a lot there and, and i think what you highlighted though um and i what i really appreciate is it was an iterative process right you didn't um while it your learning curve was significantly uh shorter than Stu and mine uh, I think thanks to you team. guys though. Yeah. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's some benefit in all our mistakes. So that's yeah. good. Like, we can take some comfort into that. But, um, you know, I, I think that there's, I think people get overwhelmed when they look at, and they say, you know, they, they look at the, they take a snapshot in time and they say, okay, today, 
Doug Spence is X, Y, Z. And, and without really backing it up and saying, okay, there's some consistent, you know, some consistent 1% better every day type stuff that that's taking place. And, and, and so I really hope that, that our listeners really take, listen to that and, and take heed and, and really are encouraged by that. Cause like, I'm encouraged, like I'm sitting here thinking as you're talking about your daily planner, like that's something that I I'm, I'm freaking horrible at that kind of stuff. Right. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a very organized uh, individual and, and I uh, am failing in a lot of those ways, but it inspires me to be like, okay, just get 1% better. Yeah, like it's do. 1% better. See, Stu, he's not, the ni- he's not a nice, he's not a nice person. He's judging silently. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is. And anybody who listens is like, man, Stu's so nice. He never does anything rude. Yeah. Failing. Watch, many, many watch the things. YouTube. But, but, but it's true. And we talk about that often, like, okay, these are the areas that, that, that I need to get better at. And, 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 but I think it's also important to identify those areas and then you can either partner with or hire into some of those weaknesses. And I, I think that's, key um something that keeps popping in my head is is so what does your wife do and kind of what is her part in this whole uh real estate journey does she love it is she like you know doug this is your thing just make it happen for us and make it rain or is is she really actively involved (laughs) no she she's into it she uh she is not as into it as i am but she is very supportive uh, for sure and yeah she is navy as well uh so um, but yeah, she's been very supportive throughout the entire process. She, you know, it, it's, it's sad when I hear about people who, you know, share their goals, um, about real estate with like loved ones. And they're like, you can't do that. And I'm just like, God, that is so sad, you know? And I think that's why it's so important to have, you know, not just, you know, friends and family members that are supporting you. Like everyone knows that's great, but, you know, having these people like in, in a mastermind group that, that can, you're sharing your weekly goals with them. And then a week later, they're like, Hey, did you do, Hey, David, did you write, you know, six out of seven days in your planner last week? And you're like, no. And then they're like, then they're judging you because you said you do it and then you didn't, you know, and, <laughs> and that's important, you know, and, and it's, it's not just the accountability part, but it's, it's someone to motivate you. Um, going back to the mastermind that there's a dude, a great guy in our squad, Justin, and he, we joke because he, he gets frustrated because he, he, he does a lot with real estate and uh, he's like, I don't think he sometimes doesn't like rest and like relax enough. And so we joke that he quits real estate every week, you know, and then he, he, he picks it back up again, like after our meetings, you know, so we got to motivate him to get back into it. But that's the value of a mastermind group. You know, it's, it's not just the networking, it's not just the knowledge, but it's the, it's the accountability and it's, people to to keep you focused on on your why and keep you focused on on what you're doing uh, and that's another thing that we touched on earlier i think is uh all the opportunities that you have in a, in a mastermind group like this but the downside to that is all these there's all these shiny objects because there's so many ways yeah. to to succeed in real estate and you get in a mastermind group you're like wow these dudes are doing you know these guys are doing self storage these guys are doing rv parts these guys are doing amazon uh, web like i want to do all of it but it's like you yeah. can't you know, if, if you try to chase two rabbits, you're going to catch zero rabbits. So you got to, you got to focus, you got to figure out what you want to focus on and focus on it and, and help, you know, have your, have your, your core group of, um, you know, support folks, whether, whether it's your mastermind group or your friends and family, help have them keep you focused on, on your goal. So. I think that's one funny thing about Stu that most people don't realize, cause he's the numbers guy and he's very much, you know, disciplined, but 
the dude is he's he he's like hey we should look at this we should look at that let's do that i'm like bro like he brought something recently he's like hey we should get this license to sell these certain mattresses to do this thing we could set up in our <laughs> office we could set up the uh, like a showroom and i'm like <laughs> Hey man, I'm just a serial I, entrepreneur. Just dude, a serial you, you are. It, it's so funny though, because I, I don't think people see that side even. I, and I love it. I think it's awesome. And and that's that's an area where I'm like, okay, Stu, let's let's rein this in. Maybe let's focus on uh, <laughs> um, uh, keeping some of our own properties. Hey man, off and like that side some that side mattress business could have been could have been <laughs> could have been legit. It could have been, been legit. legit. And, and I'm not saying it's not going to be legit. Maybe down, a year down the road. Um, yeah. But uh, no, that just made me that made me laugh. That it just the differences and the dynamics. But um, you said your wife is active duty. So do you, is your guys's goal to both retire, do twenty years, and retire? Or what are you guys looking at? So TBD. I mean, I'm at twelve years. So um, actually, twelve years last week. So I'm gonna do twenty just because it kind of makes sense to at this point. Um, we're not. She doesn't have as much time as I do. So we're just going to have to see if he's going to do 20 or not, because we do want to like not move all the time at some point. Right. So uh, we'll see. I mean, we're still keeping our, uh, keeping our options open as far as that goes. Um, but yeah, no matter what we'll be, or I'll be buying real estate. if That's the plan. So either way we'll be, that, that's what I love about real estate. You can do it from anywhere. You know, we could live internationally and still do real estate stuff. So. Well, it's awesome for you guys. You both have a VA loan. It, it ups your number of, of properties that you can get conventionally. Like it, dude, it's, there's so yeah. many, you know, for those of you married vets out there, um, uh, th there is a ton that you can do with that in real estate, which is, you know, pretty, I'm, I'm about to make my wife go get in the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we haven't used our VA loans yet either. So um, something we're looking forward to for sure. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. David, does your wife say, Hey David, make it rain. Uh, no, that's actually never. Oh. Uh, you know, I don't even know why that popped into my head. Like, that's not really part of our normal lexicon. Not no. something that you and I say, or yeah. even. <laughs> I just imagine other people like Doug and his wife say it. Like I can see his wife saying, "Hey Doug, make it rain." I, I, maybe not. I don't know. It just <laughs> popped in my head in the moment. Is she aviator? Well, no. Is, is yeah. she's aviation as well? No, she's a jag. A jag. Okay, awesome. I'm surprised yeah, you didn't uh, give your aviation joke there earlier, David. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to be played out. I want to drop that when okay. it's, uh, yeah. And, and Doug's not really, he's not the typical, what do you fly, Doug? So in the fleet, it was super hornets. Wow. You're the a very atypical, me being judgy, you're a very atypical uh, pointy nose guy. <laughs> so. No, I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's awesome to highlight and, and really why I'm asking, you know, was just kind of digging into the, the, the family is, is there are, um, I think there are so many untapped resources that we have at our fingertips as well. And, and when you look at like, you know, just the dual income and, and, and like people don't think, you know, I've always thought, okay, if I was, um, you know, when my wife and I were dual income, you know, we're very, very, um, focused on living off of one income and putting the rest away and then using that money to buy real estate and do different things. And, and I think even those things that seem like simple concepts, I don't think people necessarily um, it's just not always intuitive because we haven't been taught to think that way. We're taught to think, okay, I have uh, $200,000 coming in because we're both officers and we both make hundred K a year, whatever um, we should maximize our benefit and buy a house. That's uh, you know, $750,000 because we qualify instead of, 
you know, because that's what the culture tells us. That's what, that's what, that's what this American ideal tells us that that's the way to do it. Instead of like, Hey, I can get a really awesome house. We can put it in one of our names, use the VA benefit. I can qualify for a a 400,000, $350,000, $400,000 house on my own. Take all of your money, put it into savings or put it away. And then use that once you build it up to go buy real estate and create passive incomes. I just don't think it's not in it's, where it is intuitive for us at this point, it's not necessarily the natural way that people think about it, especially with all the pressures that we face in this country and, and the, uh, the materialistic nature of, of how our culture runs. And I just wanted to highlight that there are so many opportunities, uh, especially, I think one of the most powerful couples and the things you can do in real estate is a dual, dual military couples. It really is. It, it, it's really underestimated. Uh, and just kind of building on what what you were talking about, I think something that's overlooked a lot is when you have, even if it's just one person that's in the military, but especially if you have dual mill, um, those are very, generally speaking, very stable, secure jobs. So, and I think that the fact that those jobs are very stable allows you to be riskier in your investments because you're not someone that's going to, you know, at the risk of like, you get a two weeks notice at any time and be like fired. Like that's not a thing in the military. Like, you know, assuming you're not, you know, breaking the, breaking the law or something like that. Like it takes a while for you to out process and all that. So the fact that you are, that you have a very secure nine to five, I think allows you to be a bit riskier in your investments. So, but people don't really talk about that, but I think that's another big advantage. Yeah. um, Our, our mutual friend, David Bray, I think he had, I don't know if it was a separate podcast that he did, or he was talking about being in the military. I mean, you're, you're already, if you're not being really dumb with your money, you're already like at financial freedom level, like one, you know, you, you're basically having all of your housing allowance paid for. You're having um, a, a, a allowance for like food and, you know, you, you have like a paycheck every two weeks I mean, you have all of these things for you already in place to where like, if you just live below your means, I mean, you're already at financial freedom. And so, you know, if you live smartly and you're living at like a 50% savings rate, 60% savings rate, something like that, man, you can do a lot and invest and be really smart with your money and do really big things. If you're just a little bit savvy with, with your money yeah. and you're smart with it. And our, our taxable income is lower. Um, you college paid for for free you know gi yeah. bill assistance yellow ribbon plus the the va uh and another thing people don't talk about is the healthcare. like you know i have friends who are civilians who are like oh yeah we we had a kid and it you know it was like 25 grand or something to like have a kid and it's like you don't pay anything in the military for yeah like you know maybe it's not the best healthcare in the world but like you don't pay anything for it, you know? And it's, I was it's looking like, for a refund, dude. Like I didn't pay anything into it with the kid and I was looking for a refund on the kids, man. And then, <laughs> Chris, like, can I give them back? They don't do that either. And I'm like, are you sure? Come on. Can you take them no, back, please? I, and I think you highlight a really, uh, and also an awesome point, Doug, is that the risk factor, you know, and, and, and it would hurt. It would hurt if you, but say you lost 50K right now in, in through investing and, and whatever the means was like, would you be, I mean, it would suck and I'm not trying to yeah, minimize it, but, but would you be like broken? Right. Would you be, would you be out of the game? Would you be um, concerned that you weren't going to eat again? 
No, I, it, I mean, it'd be tough, but it's, you know, that's, that's, you know, one of the values of having stable income and just being in the mindset of learning from it and, and just kind of moving on and, and, it, and counting it as, you know, an, an expensive way to, to, to learn something. Um, I don't think it's, you know, that, that's something with real estate where, um, you know, even if you lose money on a property one year, like you can offset those losses in, in your taxes. And, you know, uh, so I think there's a lot of ways in real estate where you can uh, take advantage of, uh, of things like that and, and make it hurt less. Yeah, well, Stu and I, we didn't have student loans because we went to the academy, but I'll tell you what, I've, I feel like I've paid for a college education at this point <laughs> through real estate. Stu, I want to see, uh, do you have pictures of that sweet Tahoe you got with the uh, USAA loan? Man, I'll, I'll, I'll have to find some. I mean, it, it was pretty sweet, man. It was pretty I thought sweet. it was sweet. I love Tahoe's. Yeah. It was awesome. It was that two door. Kind, you know, like they don't sell those anymore. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, yeah, I did some dumb stuff, but uh, man, this is good. I'm, it, uh, it, fires me, it fires me up to just like, you know, see how 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 well you've done and and um it fires me up that that you are inspiring others to do the same and i like you get really excited about you know talking to to you know younger uh individuals who have so much more runway in front of them uh, to do great things and if if we can just you know have one conversation or say one thing or invite them into a group or give them one piece of advice um, that that it could totally change the trajectory of their life. Um, that that really excites me, and and I love where where your where your mindset is. I love where uh, your why, and and um, you know I love that the action steps that you've taken, and um, it, it's it's good stuff, man. So uh, I commend you, and and uh, and proud of everything that you've done, and and I can't wait to see like where where you're headed. And like Dave said, like we're we're ready to go do stuff together, man. You fire us up. Yeah, I appreciate it, Stu. And I, I you know, I, I owe a lot of my success to you guys. So, so thank you for that. And, uh, you know, if anyone out there does want to chat real estate, personal finance or whatever, just, you know, just let me know, just go to at honor and equity on Instagram or send me an email, Doug at honor and uh, I like chatting with, uh, new people and just especially kind of about real estate, but personal finance, investing, all that kind of stuff as well. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. So, feel free to uh, hit me up on Instagram or via email. And I tell you what, you're, you are a, a great storehouse ambassador, but also a war, hand, war, war room ambassador. And I'm amazed at like how many people will come into, into our, our network via, via Doug. Uh, he's, a, he's a good networker. So, um, and I know he's put like on. that. That's like my favorite part about it. It's like just chatting with people about yeah. it and it them because it's, you know, I want, I want them to benefit any way that, I and others have benefited, you know, as well. So I, I enjoy seeing others succeed. So that, that's a big part of it too. Yeah. We heard something earlier, a gentleman, and this will come out in a later podcast, but he said to be a conduit, not a bucket. And, and I think you're a, uh, a great example of that, you know, a conduit of, of connection and not just a, not just a, a, a bucket with a hole in it. So I think that's awesome, man. So we appreciate you, Doug. Uh, keep crushing it, man. I, I really do look forward to, I, I have zero doubt that we will be doing a deal together, uh, multiple deals. I look forward to what that looks like. Um, and, and it's just, you know, and really not 
not anything more than it's the people element, right? You find these people, you find these gems that you just want to continue to, to uh, partner and, and be next to and be challenged by and be uh, lifted up, lifted to, to, uh, to newer heights. And man, you're that, you're, you're that guy, dude. So it's awesome. And once, you know, once I, I'll let you know when I drop Stu and uh, you know, we could partner up and on a more permanent basis. And, uh... <laughs> you know, you know, the, other funny, the, the, the other funny thing is, is as long as we've known each other, which is, I mean, it's been a while. It's been like what, you know, fall of 2018. Not, like I have not met either of you in person. It's all been phone yeah. calls and, and like Zoom, which is kind of crazy, right? Yeah. 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 It's nuts. Yeah. We're hoping to rectify that here in the future with uh, some storehouse uh, retreats and stuff. So we're, we're looking at some things once we get out of the military and get back to Colorado. So it'd be yeah. awesome. How far are you guys from uh, Telluride or Wolf Creek? We're a bit of a distance from there. Yeah. Yeah. Where's, your, where's your nearest ski area there? Mm, Keystone, probably. Yeah. Keystone. Epic Pass. Yeah. All the Epic yeah. Pass. Epic so, pass. Got to get that. Speaking my language. That's right. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, Doug, thanks for coming, man. This was fun. I, uh, we appreciate you. And uh, re- for, for our listeners, reach out to Doug. He is an absolute wealth of knowledge. Um, and uh, he, will, he will get you uh, down the right path for sure. Um, David, you got anything else? You got any smart, smart, funny things to say? Um, <laughs> Nah, man, they're all they're all used up, Stu. You know I love you, buddy. I would yeah. never dump you. I would never dump you unless something better came up. Which <laughs> it, it's my line to ask for the new best friend, not not yours. Yeah, but I think I honestly think, and Doug can you know he can verify this or not. But I think people are starting to feel sorry for you. Oh, yeah. yeah I think, think so. people are. I think people are starting to feel bad that nobody's taking you up on it. So. <laughs> We just don't talk about it. There's lots of there's lots of phone calls after. You know, I'm sure there are. You know, I'm sure podcasts. there are. Yeah. I'm I'm super jelly. Super yeah. jelly. All right, folks. Well, uh, go listen to this. Share it. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, give Doug five stars, and uh, most importantly, go fill your storehouse. Thank Thanks, you. Great day, friends. Thank you, Doug. Appreciate Thanks, Doug. it. See you. See you. Thanks for listening to Filling the Storehouse. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and share it with someone you love. And if you really felt inspired, leave a five-star review so we could continue to grow and help other Christian entrepreneurs fill their storehouse. If you're interested in creating financial freedom through real estate investing, be sure to check out our website at storehouse310turnkey.com. We'd love to serve you through our platform of building the kingdom. Just click on the contact link and we'll reply to you as soon as we can. Again, thanks so much for listening. Now go for your storehouse and make it a great day.